Alrighty, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to I Screen, You Screen for Movies. Today is Tuesday, December 20th. Fuck it, it's a raw feed. We're doing it live. My name is Daniel Skamlaji, and today I have a veteran returning guest from my last episode of the pregame I to the Way of Water. Everybody, Sean Alexander from the Road of Avatar is here. Thanks for joining on my show once again. Thank you for having me back. An honor, as always. So let's cut to this chase real quick. So you did mention that you saw the Way of Water early before the full premiere on the release date so you saw it on the last week monday yes. right and when I did you monday last week and when did you saw it on the full release like premiere day and all that uh so i haven't seen it since that monday oh saving myself up because the problem was where i lived there was train strikes all over that weekend so i couldn't get to the proper screen i want to go see it on so hopefully later this week i'll be going to see it i want to see it imax all right, uh, that's something. But um, for me, I the only shot I had to see was yesterday, December nineteenth, which uh, I saw it in high frame rate three D. Which I'm gonna get, which we're gonna get into that in just a bit. So, okay, um, I'll let you go first on your initial thoughts of the Way of Water without spoiling, since this is a spoiler free episode. Mm -hmm. Tell me your thoughts on the Way of Water before we get into the breakdown. So, spoiler-free faults, I think this is a huge step up from the first Avatar. I think if there are elements that you loved of the first Avatar in terms of the visuals, it beats it. If you're worried about the story not being strong, because obviously the first Avatar, that's a complaint a lot of people have, I think the story in this one is really strong. I think there's a lot of interesting stuff they do with it. And also I think the characters and what the you know the mo motivations they have and also the journey they go through in this film i think is i think it's a really impressive piece of work from cameron that's awesome cuz i don't know where i'm at for this movie but somewhat the same the same thing as you talked about let's go into the breakdown real quick so um when i literally would always say never bet, bet against james cameron uh what do i exactly mean sean alexander uh, so, yeah, like, okay, so this has happened, like, the last two movies he had. He had Avatar and Titanic before this one, and both times people, you know, before, in the build-up to these movies, people were like, oh, what's he doing? Why, why is he doing these movies? They don't seem, they're worried about the box office, they're worrying it's not going to work. And basically, each time he has proven everyone wrong, he has shown that he knows what audiences want to see, and he knocks it out of the park every time and it looks like so far with the way of water it seems to be going the right way maybe not quite the pace that some people predicted but it's still going at a very good rate so for me when i literally say never bet or underestimate james cameron i mean just take a look at the past films he's made he made terminator he made terminator 2 aliens true lies titanic the first avatar but if there's a movie that start off with that kind of statement, it's starting with Titanic. And Titanic is one of those movies that I always respect. And no matter, anytime I see the ending of the movie, it's just so emotional. It always hits me and clicks me when the song and the ending plays. That's when the statement began to me that this is James Cameron, what he does. What he does is good. And the same wing 
the same almost kind of achievable with the wave water now i'll be to be honest the first avatar was not titanic level but with this movie it feels like the relationship of that it feels the titanic vibes of the relationships and the achievable visuals so mm. we go to movies for a reason we go to movies to see what's on the screen what it's directed what's made what's literally what's on the screen for a reason people will never have a forgettable unforgettable sorry unforgettable moments when seeing a movie like the way of water titanic and etc cetera, etc cetera. this is james cameron to never sleep on and i will keep on saying it you will keep on saying it all around we avatar pandorians will always say never sleep or underestimate james cameron that is just a statement proving my point for now on but other than that this is this guy never fails he's amazing he's done a great job and let's go over and talk about the visuals to me they were outstanding holy fucking shit outstanding as hell i could not take my eyes away from the screen when all the watery scene is there yeah so the format I saw was in high frame rate 3D. And it seemed like not every part of the high frame rate was shot, but parts of the water and all that, it's just like I'm playing a video game in 60 frames per second. Though that surprised me so much, I just immediately fell in love with the aspect. And I just didn't care what the runtime or how long this movie was. It was taking me in like a roller coaster and a ride. Like, somewhat 4DX, which I'm sure they are playing that movie in that pre format, because why not? It's just amazing. The visuals are crazy. I don't even know how to describe it. What do you think of the visuals, man? Yeah, I'm I'm fully in the same boat as you. It feels like he has spent that 13 years specifically focusing on this element to be like, look, I know the visuals for Avatar are amazing, but I could do a step up. And he showed it. He showed how 3D is meant to look. He showed how high, ooh, high frame rates are supposed to be done as well. And it's incredible to me because, yeah, sure, I know some people said it has that sort of video game look to it. But for a lot of the time, all the stuff underwater is flawless to me. The, the way it flows and moves. I was saying to a lot of people nowadays is that anything that he shot underwater, when I was watching that movie, I was more, it made it more believable that what I was seeing underwater was real. I was watching those scenes, I think it's like in the second act, where we sort of see them playing around a bit, just having a bit of fun, and it's just gorgeous. Like, it's stunning. I could have spent three hours just watching that. Honestly, I would take more than three hours of experience a day, or take the whole day, and watch this over and over and over again. At least the underwater part. I mean, sure, the first, the first act, I will admit, wasn't what I thought. But then later in the second act, mostly starting on that, that's when the fun just began. That right there was just the fun. So like I, like I previously mentioned, the premium format, um, what format did you saw in your first viewing of the premiere exactly? Uh, so it was at Leicester Square. It was at the Odeon, which is the, it had, is in Odeon 3D. So it's Dolby uh, sound as well. So it had all the high frame rate stuff involved. It was basically the, the peak that you can get in the UK for the screening. So for anyone who is in the UK listening, 
head on over to Leicester Square. It's the the Mediodian there. You want to see it on that format because that is the the best that the UK offers. So wait, again, what format did you saw it exactly? I may not remember, but IMAX 3D or was it high frame rate 3D? It was it was high frame rate 3D. Uh, but oh. it's called Do- it's like Dolby Dolby uh, sound. As Dolby. Well. Okay, okay, because. Wow, you must have felt those 48 frames per second, man. And let me tell you, it doesn't matter what formats, and to everyone listening, it doesn't matter what format you see it, but if you want to do 3D, sure. That's If you don't want to do 3D at the moment, I mean, hey, it's up to you guys. Uh, IMAX, IMAX is also a good choice. 3D itself is a good choice, but I totally recommend the high frame rate 3D. That, everybody... It's just gonna stun you. Literally, for what I view on high frame rate this yesterday, past night, it was a fantastic experience. I will never forget that. And I'm sure hoping they will just do that again outside the Avatar movies. So, yeah, the visuals on top of the premium f- formats are just a killer look to watch movies. That That is already got started with James Cameron again. That should never be dropped that should never stop that should keep on going even if high frame rate is a is a rare format nowadays again they used that with the hobbit before avatar i don't know what movie you, i don't know what movie is possibly happening that could do high frame rate but either way the way water was a comeback of a step up to PLF, plfs so um let's go ahead and so the characters real quick the first part of the characters I want to talk about now, I was not like straightforward with them, but later in the movie I end up getting used to the to the chemistry and the relationships. Besides Jake and Atiri, uh there's like the fat the Jake Sully family, the kids, Renal, Tanomi, and my god, there's a, literally a lot of people, a lot of like other main characters to like my there it's it's almost like you don't know what they look like, but once you see them over and over you start to get the, the feel of what they look like, honestly. So, what do you think of the characters in this movie, especially with the new ones, Sean? Yeah, so, obviously, we got introduced to a lot of, like, it's basically the Sully kids end up taking over the film a little bit from Jake and Atiri, which is kind of fun. I like that. Because yeah. Because the how the kids kind of uh, are growing up and becoming their own people, and I think uh loak he's the the one i found the most exciting yeah me too me too and uh what's her name i thought they're having okay i forgot her name i don't know actually no i remember fucking to feed i just don't know how to say her name what's her name uh which one is it soraya soraya yeah 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 soraya i just like their chemistries between these two they're just Mm. my favorite out of the movie i like them yeah i hope we get to see more of them it offers such a different dynamic to what uh, the relationship between Jake and Natiri was like. Obviously, this is sort of like a parallel between the two. You know, it's uh, people from different cultures coming together. But I think Loak and Soraya have such different chemistry together because Soraya is very, uh, like, softly spoken, uh, very kind soul. And, yeah, like, it's, it's really interesting that that sort of relationship develop. And I feel like we're going to see a lot more of it as well. Moving I can't forward. wait. Honestly, this is just like... I can't wait to see their chemistry more on more more and more with the sequels. Um, what do you think of Kiri by Sigourney Weaver? Look, Sigourney Weaver, Weaver always nails the stuff, but the way she sounds like in the movie, I just never thought the way she sounds or talks. We never get to hear her talk any moment. It's so funny. Like, wow. 
the way she sounds like she sounds like a teenager, but she's done a great job impressing the teenage Kiri. What do you think of her in the movie? I I honestly had a really good time with her. I think that that character is so interesting, and I think it's going to be again. It's another one which feels like it's going to, we're going to see it develop her character develop so much more going forward. But to me, I know a lot of people complained about how oh you know Sigourney Weaver doesn't sound like a teenager, but to me, I, I it didn't bother me one bit. And I don't know if that's probably because I'm just so. I am not complaining <laughs> one thing. It surprised me. It's impressive. What she did was a great job, despite her age. Mm. It's literally that yeah, good. Yeah, definitely. And I think she has like such an interesting connection to that world, and I'm really curious to see where they go with that as well. Uh so there is a little, little idea of how Kiri was existed, but we won't spoil anything. You'll just anyone has not seen the Wave Water, you'll have to watch it for yourself. And of course, the first movie, if you have to, because it does relate to how Kiri exists. So we won't get into that, but. Um, another character I want to mention I do enjoy, which I wish she got a lot of more of screen time, was Renal. I like Renal. I like Ken Winslet. Did an amazing job. What do you think of her in the movie? Yeah, like, Kate Winslet's always amazing anyway, but I'm really excited. To, again, it feels like this character, it feels really, fle- she feels really fleshed out in that world, like her role in the Metcaina clan. I understand who she is as a character straight away as soon as she's on screen and i'm really excited to see again like it feels like this movie has set up so many interesting threads for us to explore in the future but i can't wait to see more of and that's the main takeaway from this movie is that i just want to see more i wish me too how i wish a three-hour movie was five hours they should like james cameron in the next sequels i don't know if he's gonna do that or well the third one has already been completed but i would hopefully like to see more of the characters and screen times with these Navi people, because, well, you know, I like to see... It doesn't matter how confusing. The more confusing, the better. The better the understood ability. That's all I gotta say. So, um, is there any other characters you want to mention who we also admire? Uh, I don't... Tanawi? Fuck it. Rafi. What's his name? Tanawari. Tanawari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't say his name for some reason, but I like him as well. He's played by Cliff Mm. Curtis, which... You never get to see an actor like him. I know he's from Reminiscence from a year ago, and now I'm surprised what character he played. He also did a good job. What do you think of him also? He is fantastic. He's one of my favorites. Him and also I really loved seeing the return of Stephen Lang as Quaritch. Forgot about him. Oh, my God. (laughs) Can't forget about him. I can't forget him. Stephen Lang is having the most fun with this role. I can tell this is like oh yeah, everything he wants to be doing with his acting because he is giving it all. He is playing up that sort of hammy villain role and he plays it so perfectly this whole film. Honestly, me too. I, I enjoy villains. So what he does with the character may sound, may, may made me like annoyed, but at the same time I enjoy watching villains. He's done a good job, honestly. Now he's from like a human to a Navi. Which is no surprise, but wow, was it cool to see him return. Mm. We also got to see Spider in the movie as well. I forgot, Spider. Let's just talk about Spider. Oh my god, I don't know how to describe this character. He was astonishing. What do you think of Spider in the movie? It's really interesting. Obviously, there's things we can't talk about because of spoilers. But I think this character, again, it's really interesting to see this idea in the world of yeah what would happen if you just had a kid who had to grow up on pandora what's their relationship going to be like with the navi what's their relationship going to be like with other humans 
and we do get a sort of Tarzan situation out of it. And I kind of enjoyed that. Oh yeah, I feel yeah. Now that you mentioned about this character being as a Tarzan, yeah, that is what Spy- Spider is to Pandora, and that's like fitting. There's no reason to like exclude that. All right, so um, the last part we should get. Oh, and uh, you said earlier that this is way better than the first one, correct? I I think so. I, it's I'm looking forward to revisiting it again. Yeah, yeah. See, I've watched the first Avatar so many times, so it's like ingrained into my mind at this point. But I feel like from where I'm sitting right now, I think I enjoy the Way of Water more based on a lot of what it does, especially in the second and third act. Dude, I'm gonna I'm I'm on the same boat. I think this is way better than the first one. And honestly, if Anyone could sit home, wait, really? If anyone sits home, waiting till a movie goes on digital streaming, I don't know what to say. But you're missing out on a big spectacle. And look, by the time The Way of Water is done in theaters, I'm probably not going to watch it until it gets re-released. I don't give a damn. If it takes like five years for all I give a damn. Sure, maybe until the third com- third one comes out, they'll release The Way of Water. That's fine. I don't care. I just want to see a spectacle like James Cameron on the big screen. And I never tend to... Look, I was going to watch the first one the way before the, watching the new one. I just didn't have the chance. But even the first one, I felt okay watching at home anyways. But this movie, it's the definition to seeing on the big screen. No reason why anyone would just wait until it goes on streaming. I mean, I don't know what to say. I'm not going to be offensive about it, but the f- it's better than the first. So last thing I want to get into, which is a little weakness, of course. Now, this is... Now, obviously, people critics but you know let's just go over to the main point of that uh obviously the runtime is maybe the most neutral controversial part of the weakness of this movie sure it's extremely long especially the third act but i can say i was really having a good time i didn't have any issues with it to me i felt like it was like last long it it lasted so long of the act i just i was like breathtaking away on the whole act it was amazing so the way you can see the way you view the runtime yeah it's three hours and like nine minutes it's very fucking long that's not the longest james Carey movie but his first long movie was titanic which is three hours and 19 20 minutes but the me to me the way water felt super long for sure it felt like that to me honestly if you just really enjoy viewing pandora you don't have i guess you should have any trouble just complaining about the runtime but and again that could be anyone's thoughts but what really makes up the plot, though, it really touches on the emotional core of the family. It, Avatar is all about family, right? Mm. It's it's really enjoyable t- and fascinating to watch these emotional core part of the fa- movie. This is a lot. This played a lot to what I said about the Titanic vibes and the Avatar vibes. This felt like both at the same time. This is just right there. So, um, what do you think of the whole part of the runtime, but the emotional part of this movie as well? Yeah, I agree when you especially when you spent uh speaking about the family aspect. I think it's also really interesting that this movie actually handles the idea of found family really interesting as well because you have obviously the actual kids of Jake and Atiri but they bring in Kiri. She's basically like an adopted child. Spider is kind of like an adopted child. You've got you know them being accepted by the Metcaina, which is a whole other plot, which is about yeah, like accepting others and finding a new family in a way. And I found that really emotional. And I think, especially towards the end, there were some really beautiful moments of the film 
when you mentioned about the runtime, however, I didn't have that problem, but I think that's, again, I think I'm so immersed into this world that it could have just run on for another hour. I do remember I I went to the uh, screening with my wife and we got to the end of the film and we looked at each other and we're like, oh, so, we're, so we've got like an hour left, right? And it it was finishing at that three hour mark. And I was like, God, I could have, I could have literally sat here for another hour. So question, quick question. I forgot to touch base. Did you went to the bathroom? during the no. movie no not no, for me no. either i didn't even drink so much water or any kind of influences during the day i only drank a little bit then yeah i emptied out completely and then went in with my snacks and drink and i was able to last three hours in the movie this is the same accomplishment i've done with the batman and it's like i'm so glad i didn't miss a single thing even though james cameron stated it's okay to go to the restroom and pee sure but to me, it's so worth not missing a single scene. I mean, hey, that's just me, though. So, Yeah, I, I, I agree. And also, you know, yeah, we've done this. This isn't a, a new thing for us to have to watch three-hour films nowadays. Yeah, like the Batman this year was three hours. We have Babylon, which is out. So I was going to state that, hours. yes. <laughs> we've got, we, you know, the Avengers films, Endgame and Infinity War, were two hours and three quarters and three hours. You know, we, we do this often enough where it's like, three-hour film, we can deal with it. Yeah, totally. Uh, this is... It's... I never usually complain three hours when it comes to the good stuff, so that's just me, though. Alright, so, um... That's a lot of the good... This is just beyond this movie. I, like I said, way better than the first... We, like we said, way better than the first one. It... The spectacle is unreal. James Cameron has done it again. The decade later of a sequel was so worth the wait. Period. So, is there anything else that we need to uh, discuss on before we get to our next major topic of this episode as well? Oh, I, I think it's time to jump into some box office. Yep. So, everybody, <laughs> um, this came out of nowhere since Saturday, but when we got the first opening number of the Wave Water... Okay, so... It's all started when it comes to Twitter. Tweets and ticks. It started on that people... Or every almost not everybody, but let's just say the people that don't understand what the box office is. Okay. So Avatar the Way of Water has made $53 million opening day. That includes $17 million from Thursday nights. Following the Saturday, it dropped 16.7%, which is the lowest drop of a December movie's Friday to Saturday decline. To 44.3. Sunday. Well, actuals. 36.5. Which down 17.5%. That is also another small drop. Compared to Star Wars. And Spider-Man movie. No Way Home. It had a bigger steep steep decline percentage. But the way water somehow. Looked like from the ticket sales. It literally just. Looked like. Okay. So. Let's put it into context real quick, because I literally keep almost messing up my knowledge. But here we go. So, The Way of Water was projecting, what is it, 160, 150 to 180 or something? What was the projection again? Like 150. It was like 150 to 170. Okay. So, The Way of Water, combined with Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, made $134.1 million opening weekend under the projections. So, what I'm trying to say is, the question is, 
Is this going to be a bomb in the long run? Is it already a bomb? Okay. First two, the first two questions. No and no. My reason, my knowledge as a box office analyst is that the first Avatar opened in 2009 with $77 million opening weekend. So, the second one made double the opening weekend. Now, is it under projections? Yes. But, this is not a bad thing. Because, first of all, yes, this is not... Look, people are almost carrying this movie like it's a MCU movie, right? Okay? Look. Let me cut this shit. This is not a Marvel movie. This is not a DC movie. This is not going to make... Look. I, almost a while back, I was thinking it's going to make beat Avengers Endgame money. It's not. It's impossible. Up to this day, almost before the release, it was impossible. Not happening. Because this is a James Cameron movie. This is a James Cameron movie to the point where this is like this, this sequel that made $134 million is like his highest opening weekend of his career. Like, the past movies opened underneath $100 million. But the Avatar almost came, the first Avatar came close to almost 100 by around 77, which was another breaking thing. The sequel made 100 million for the first time of career, James Cameron's career. Look, this is not an MC movie. It's just, it's not. It's not because we have not seen the legs. Now, look, it still needs to break 2 billion, almost 2 billion dollars to break even. It's. Too early to tell a failure because it's just the first opening weekend. 134 is a good proportion of delving the original Avatar. It passed Top Gun to opening weekend for three day and surprisingly narrowing out the Batman's opening weekend by a thousand. This is like already the third, no, fourth highest opening weekend of 2022. And some people are almost saying that it's already going to flop. It's the first fucking weekend, and no one understood that. If anyone knows box office and agrees with what I'm saying, I'm glad I'm not alone, because there's no way I was going to assume... Like, look, I was the first one noticing to finding out people were saying it's going to bomb because of the opening numbers and all that. Look, this is already past the opening weekend of the original. So, but I don't think any issues was the reason why of this movie. Look, it's good. That number was good. It's a good number. It made over the original. And we're, we, we have not seen the full legs. We're going to in the coming holidays and the rest of January through mid-February until Ant-Man comes out. So we're going to see a lot of the run throughout weeks and possibly staying in number one in like mid-January and taking all the numbers. This is just history repeats itself the first avatar made it had a lot of legs stayed at number one small declines and around february it's just gonna finally slow down its legs so it has a lot of time to break even and maybe pass the original domestically i don't know but the point is this is not a bomb 134 is not a bomb it's under projected, sure. My prediction was uh, was uh, 155. It's not there, but it doubled the original. Okay, I literally been speaking for like five six minutes.
Sean, do you agree what I have to say for this whole thing right now? And what's going on with your mind about people saying this? Yeah, so obviously it's been like a big topic of conversation this last weekend is people going from one extreme to the other being like, oh, this is it. This is James Cameron's failed. He'll never be able to make his Avatar sequels now. But in reality, yeah, look, if you look at it in this way, hey, it did make basically nearly double the original Avatar in the opening weekend. One stat which I found really interesting was that from the Friday to the Saturday, the percentage only drops by 16 percent which i thought is you know that's fantastic numbers and something really interesting as well is that the worldwide domestic opening weekend or no worldwide globally was yeah globally it actually people under projected it it actually made seven million more um than what people had actually projected or predicted so it was doing better like it overperformed in that sense exactly uh, exactly so we're gonna see on day four we're literally on day four at the minute and it's already basically at half a billion so you can't call a movie that's made half a billion in four days a failure exactly exactly you made a good i just don't like sometimes i just don't like people that i don't know assume it's just gonna fail like no people that understands the box office like the B.O. Boys, Pat and Clay, have been on their show. They've been on my show. You, on the other hand, yes, we both understand each other on that. We're going to see what this movie can do this coming weekend. Because, yeah, Puss in Boots, Babylon's coming out. But do I think Avatar's going to struggle? No. Because what's going to keep this movie going is the incredible word of mouth. So, if I just mm. go on to Ron Tomatoes right now. I can't believe I forgot to pull this up, but silly me. Uh, so Avatar, The Way of Water, as of right now, we're just going to talk about the audience perspective, not the critics' numbers. So right now, The Way of Water is at 93% and has an A cinema score. Not an A+, plus, an A. That's still, still good. It ties the original cinema score right there. Mm-hmm. And it has a five-star on post-track. So what you're going to see... What we're going to see for this, this second weekend might be a 40 to 50% drop, which compared to Marvel movies and DCs usually drops about 60s to almost 70s, low like that. That depends on the word of mouth. But if anything, well, Black, the first Black Panther had the smallest drop of an MCU movie up 50%. So comparing to Black Panther's word of mouth to Way of Water, it's going to drop around 40% to 50%. But for me, if I had to predict how much money it's going to make second weekend, I'd say $86 million at the least. What is your prediction on that? Uh, what, what was the question for? For which for this weekend coming up? Yeah, yeah. Like the second weekend of The Way of Water. How much How much money is going to make and what percent do you think it's going to make? Drop, I it's, mean. it's really it's really hard because obviously we, you know we're talking about going from a week the first weekend which was the world cup finishing to this weekend which is when the you know we've got christmas it's it's only the holidays are going to cause a bit of a, a bit of a, a problem and not only that but the first avatar that came out it had a big snowstorm issue so mm. repeat history repeats itself it's happening this weekend but I hope it's not going to be the main, main issue if people are going to go see this movie like early in the morning, because at least early in the night or evening, it shouldn't be a hassle or trouble. But 
In the mornings, though, afternoons, it's got to be a little on the edge. But if the first Avatar made through that well enough, we could see that possible with that and like the other movies coming out this weekend. So what's your number Any for second weekend, if you're ready to go? I, I think it, anything between the 70 to 75 million, I think, is a, is a great success. Because that means it's still doing that, those numbers that the first Avatar was doing in its second weekend as well. Which means it's still... You know, a good solid seventy million above what the what the original was doing, and according and according to the originals, op second opening weekend it had a small drop down to seventy six percent, seventy six million dollars. So we're not going to see that kind of. We're not going to see the same. Um, we're not going to see the same thing with no. the wave water. It's impossible right now. It's not going to fail. It's just going to at least drop into a decent, decent percent. So I think. I think what's going to be most interesting is seeing what the the daily numbers look like going leading up to it. Yeah. So yeah, as um, of Monday, before and after, as of Monday, it made sixteen million. That's not bad. So we're gonna see yeah. the remaining numbers before the weekend hits. Oh, speaking so of that, I, speaking of that, Puss and Boots comes out tomorrow. So nothing yeah. trouble on that. But go on. What were you trying to say? Um, what I wanted to actually compare it to was I think. The best way to compare it is actually to Top Gun Maverick's success this year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go so, on. So if we look at the opening weekend for Top Gun Maverick, it, did, it had a four-day weekend because of Memorial Day. And basically the drop for the first non-holiday like, non was that it dropped 53.3%. And Avatar 2 has dropped 55.5%, which is around the same about drop for for the for like the first day away from a weekend i think that's pretty good that's that's got a good sign that legs are there i think this is one of those films that will play better once people are out of like you know not working, yeah not as Last... this is a long film people have to dedicate a bit of time to go to the cinema to see this. it's worth to go see a movie once in a while when it comes to like avatar and yes top gun is one of them and yeah over the summer top gun literally had insane legs so potentially we're gonna see the same result with the wave water for sure with the word of mouth so i don't see any any issue and considering the first opening weekend it's not a bad start it made over the original it's opening weekend and that's good enough hollywood's not dead no fears burning down N disney should not disney shouldn't fire james cameron disney shouldn't get shut down none of that it's alive right now it's alive right now. James Cameron. You can't bet against James Cameron. This is just the first fucking weekend. We're gonna see what the second and third weekend and does so on happen. But for now, let's just I, I you know I want to applaud, but I don't think my mic can't capture. But if you can applaud that the movie made over the original, go away and clap right now. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to clap loud, but okay, okay, never oh, mind. Oh, no, no, no. G gentle, polite clap. Gentle, okay, okay. I'm doing that right now. I'm just gentle, polite clapping that I made over the original's opening weekend. Yes, that's a success. I, want, I wanted to ask you. Yeah, um, go ahead. Do you think it can hit 1 billion worldwide before New Year's? Fuck yeah. I don't see why not. Don't forget, the internationals are helping, even though China's having a little issue, of course, COVID. I don't see internationals doing much more money doesn't matter really because altogether it needs just to break in a lot of money so maybe yeah by new year's it's gonna pass a billion and two billion maybe around almost end of january and that's when we'll get to see the success of wave water and um 
Heck, maybe I should just clap for James Cameron once, uh... Maybe I should do an anniversary. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's literally in my head. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But That was a long discussion of that, too, as well. But, wow. Mm. We will see what happens with the second weekend of the Wave Water. And I won't actually just continue on. But it, the story will keep going in the back of my head. And, you know, I will, like, be happy if it actually makes enough money. Because no one should not sleep on James Cameron. No one should bet against him or underestimate because you know his movies are a dream come true that we never see for a while and this is like already the star wars era of james cameron so the third one is now coming like two years and then the following mm -hmm. two years is the fourth the fifth etc etc and we could see the same issue over and over again but hey we will see what it stores if people cares about james cameron okay uh so real quick question though um demo wise did i'm pretty sure i don't have the demos chart on me right now like right now so what was the audience like when you saw in the premiere was there a lot of like over 40s 35s exactly it it was a mix because obviously I, I was there at sort of like a press screening so it was a lot of a mixture from you know, sort of like younger critics, some influencers, things like that, but also a lot of the older sort of British press people. So it, it was quite a mixed bag of, of, in terms of my audience. Yeah, the audiences I was in, in with last night, I went to see with my dad, who's actually over his 50s, my little step, my little brother, who's actually 12, and then all around were like a lot of like somewhat adults there. I can't tell the age, but that's just a perfect balanced demographic and young people yeah young audiences under 25s and 30s that were there too i mean this is impressive considering that since top gun it also impacted the adults coming back with other with women women included they all came back for james cameron and this is a huge complete step and the question is will repeat viewings or people that haven't seen the movie waited to at least until Look, I'm sure people are waiting till like premium screens are available this coming weekend or the week after. So hey, it's not an issue. But repeat viewing could happen for sure, just like the first top, just like Top Gun Maverick this year, and that could happen. I could see the second time. I don't know, but hey, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So, oh, all right, but Sean Alexander been an honor having a chat with you so real quick question before we end this little session what are you gonna do now so you made this podcast specifically about not james cameron but all about avatar since what made that i found your podcast and your mm -hmm. twitter and everything what are you gonna do now that the wave wire has been released and what are your plans in 2023 before the avatar 3 comes out so plan right now is I've got one more video coming out with uh, my friend Discovering Pandora. We're going to be doing that and I'll be coming out later this week. I'm going to be having a nice little break over the Christmas period, have a nice little <laughs> detox from Twitter and everything else for a couple of weeks. And then I'm back on it. We've got, we got a whole new movie to talk about. I am really looking forward to finding out what people thought of The Way of Water. Talk about themes, talk about character arcs. What do we think is going to happen going forward? Yeah, we'll just see how it goes. I'm planning to just keep growing this channel and seeing where things go. So, I mean, in next year, you're going to still talk about Avatar and get the community together. I mean, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. 
I'm just like, since we won't get to see a third one until two years, I mean, you're just going to, like, build a community all about getting people to, like, share their thoughts and everything just until the third one comes out. Is that correct? That's the plan. And obviously, we're going to have various other bits to talk about. We're hopefully got a new video game next to it. Oh, yeah, the video game. The, the video game. What the? F oh, my God. The video game, though. You're right. The video game. <laughs> I have to. Of course, guys. That's called Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. I'm getting that game. I have a PlayStation 5, by the way, so I'm good. Ooh, nice. What about you? And I, d I don't. I, so I'm going to have to figure out my plan for when that comes out. I'll, I'll get something in motion for it. Hopefully. It's not PlayStation but exclusive, so you should be fine. If you have it on Xbox, get, if you get an Xbox, hey, that works. PC, doesn't matter. I'm pretty sure it's all on next gen. Sweet. So. Um, but as well, we've obviously got the Oscars coming up in a couple months' time. Maybe we're going to see some Avatar uh, nominations and maybe wins for that. So oh yeah, nice I think it's going to win. I think it's going to win visuals for sure. I have seen no reasons, but yeah, even the way War has landed top ten films of National Board and the American Film Institute. So yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people are seeing that in there. You uh, should cover. Films, you should. You now. should cover on that too if it happens to win anything. Oh. So. I will. I might do like a live uh, watch along or something for the uh, for the Oscars on that night, maybe. All right, that's exciting, but I'm glad to see what you're really going to do for going forward next year, and I'm hoping you can are building this community further on to build a big Pandorian listening audience at your end, and wait till the way of, till third Avatar comes out the following year. So, Sean, I wish you luck on the best of that, and don't stop no matter how inactive it is. I really hope you are looking forward to other movies out there besides James Cameron stuff, but for now, just enjoy what's out there and. Good luck building the community, man. You're gonna have you're just, you're gonna have a great time. You're gonna have a great time just much. doing what you love. So, <laughs> so Sean, for now, where can they find you and what platforms they can listen to you on? I'll leave them all in the yep. episode notes. So, best place to find me, uh, find me on Twitter while it's still alive at Avatar Pod. If you are looking to listen to my podcast, you can listen to it through most of the podcasting channels. You can either search up Avatar Pod or Sivako Road to Avatar. And I'm also on YouTube where I've got a bit of extra content, which you might find enjoyable. All right, Sean. Uh, thank you so much for popping in. And whatever, anytime I would like to have you on, I'll let you know. If anything, though, but when it comes to Avatar stuff, you know, I think I'll have you around for sure. The third one, though, I'm so... If the third one gets a big teaser around next December, hey, this is where I'll have you on my show. But, Sean Alexander, good luck with everything, and thank you for hopping on today. Thank you very much. Okay, guys, so that was my full review of Avatar The Way Water slash Box Office. Now, I know it was quite a long episode. For, for those that made it through the end of this episode, full of love, thank you so much. This movie, guys, if anyone has not seen it, go check it out. Premium formats, doesn't matter what you pick. You're going to have, I will recommend High Frame Rate 3D, that's all I'm going to say, but choice is up to you. I had a great fucking time with this movie. It took my breath away. Maybe I'm going to go see it for a second time. God knows, but for now, real quick, before I end this off completely, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish is indeed my final movie of this year, and God I'm hoping to see how well I enjoy this movie. And just a heads up, I will have a veteran returning guest from way long episodes ago. And he will be on my show once again. I won't say his name, but will, I will eventually 
get to have this guy. And for those that have listened to my episode, you'll eventually remember who this guy is. So He happens to be a Puss in Boots fan as well, so you'll get to see him once again. And on top of that, the anniversary of my podcast will be in the coming following week after Puss in Boots. I will be recording this on the day of my episode, the show I started. But it will be in the following week after Puss in Boots. So hang tight, everybody. For those who are very excited, I have so much to really discuss on my shots outs, my journey, the expectations going forward to next year, top 10 films of this year. It's just going to be a jam-packed episode. You don't want to miss it. So for now, I will be discussing a little bit more of that in the Puss in Boots outro of the episode. But for now, ladies and gentlemen, go ahead and check out my podcast on any platforms follow my social media platforms but most recent check out my twitter follow me there if you can check out my tiktok my tiktok episode tiktok video for avatar the way of water was jam packing blowing since i woke up this morning and trust me you don't want to miss what review i have and this kind of video was blown up sky high so if you want to check out the full initial thoughts of the wave water on my TikTok. Go find me on there. And send us off. Please email me. Email me your thoughts of the wave water. Email me something or your excitement or any kind of feedback. Email me at dscomalaji at gmail.com. And that will be a wrap, ladies and gentlemen. I have nothing else to conclude except until next time. I'll be screaming you all at ice screen. You scream for movies. Nailed it. And I will talk to you guys next time.